today uh, about something that someone uh, said to me earlier this week, um, and it's actually the title of this track, which is, You'd Catch More Flies with Honey Than with Vinegar. Um, so basically, her, her input to me was, Dan, you're always telling us, you know, things, you're giving us information, that's awesome, but, you know, it tends to be, you know... Uh, to use her words on the negative side, and, and I get what she's saying. I'm not disagreeing with her, but it's really how she's viewing it. Um, here's the thing, guys. You know, when when you look at the fitness industry, and and I use this saying all the time. It's one of one of my pet saying is, um, you know, they're gonna tell you what you want to hear, not what you need to hear. Okay, most fitness companies, whether it's the online ones. You know, if they're trying to sell you their miracle shake or magic pill or potion, or they're trying to sell you some exercise video or some, you know, piece of exercise equipment, they're going to tell you what you want to hear. You know, you're going to lose 50 pounds in a week. You're going to feel great, so on and so forth. And I won't do that. I never have and I never will. Okay. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And why do I do that? Well, the reason is is because I know that other stuff doesn't work, and it just leads to frustration. And for most people, it leads them to feeling like failures. So, yeah, I can be a little blunt about it, and I, I'm not ashamed to say that I am. Okay. The other side of it is, is I want to work with people who are ready to change. And, and that's one of the things that... I talk with people about when I meet with them. I don't just take anyone on as a client, especially with my online program. I give them my all, and I want them to give me their all. So yeah, I could sit here and do as what I call kumbayayu and tell you, hey, if you join my program, you're going to lose 50 pounds in three weeks. You're going to look great. You're going to feel great, blah, blah, blah. Reality is you're not. Okay. Most of my clients have been with me for a very long time. And the reason they stay with me is because they get results and they want to keep getting results. Um, I've got personal training clients, clients I've worked with for decades. Um, I have people that I've worked with for five years, ten years, even longer. Okay, they're good. They're staying with me, not going anywhere, because they're getting results. They're, they've stopped believing in that quick fix mentality, which is where I want to go. Kind of go with this today, which is a lot of people, and I talked about this in the prior podcast a little bit. They have that quick fix mentality. I want rapid results. Uh, I'll do whatever it takes to get those rapid results. And, you know, I'll spend as much money as I need to to get them. And, hey, I get it, right? If you're if you're overweight, fat, yeah, I'll say it, um, whatever, you're, you're miserable, you hate yourself. I've been there, guys. Been there. I hated myself back in the day. I hated what I looked like. I hated how I felt. I hated that I couldn't keep up with my kids, um, that I was out of breath climbing a set of stairs. Um, you name it, I've been there. And yeah, as I've talked about before, I tried a lot of those quick fix things and none of them worked. They just made me feel worse about myself because here's what these fitness companies do is they, they post their transformation specials up there, right? They'll have, you know, Johnny who's lost 40 pounds in six weeks and has suddenly six-pack chiseled abs and looks like a, a Greek Adonis. And, they, you know, they've got Mary who's, 
you know, a mother of 10 and got rid of all her baby weight in four weeks by drinking this magic potion. Guys, that's not reality. It's funny because on my personal Facebook feed, I have a, a woman I used to work with who um, was a wonderful person. It's not anything personal with her, but she's now selling uh, one of these miracle weight loss products. So what she does is every single day she posts a picture of someone who's lost all this weight and you know congratulates them for doing it and says how awesome it is she doesn't pitch her product i'll give her that credit but if she she'll put a tag on if you want to know more pm me because she doesn't want to, you to know what her product is and here's the reality she doesn't know any of those people folks she doesn't work with any of those people i've actually done some research on them most of them are across the country okay and most of them just happen to be salesmen of the same product she's selling. So, yeah, there are people that have success on it. They'll pinpoint those people and they'll, and they'll show them, you know, and, and that's not just common to her. It's not to pick on her, but that's common across the weight loss industry or the fitness industry. You know, you go on those infomercials, you'll see person after person. Boom. Look at how successful they were. Funny thing is, and I've seen this with even some of the big ones like Beachbody, it's the same people. So they do program A and boom, their magic transformation. Then suddenly they come out with this brand new program and guess what? It's the same person as before. But you don't remember it because those infomercials are old. But some of them I did remember and I kind of chuckled about it. And I know someone who um, actually is in one of those infomercials. And, you know pushes a certain DVD exercise video and she does it to be fair she does do it but the truth of the matter is the reason she lost a couple hundred pounds is she fixed her eating it had nothing to do with the exercise video but because they had the ability to use her before and after they got her to do her program or their program and now she's a spokesperson for it but they don't talk about the fact that she really, and I give her a ton of credit, she really fixed her eating. And, and that's really the bottom line, guys, okay? And that's the reality, and that's what I'm talking about with this, okay? That's why I, I don't kumbaya you. I tell you the reality of life and how you've got to go about losing weight. I talked about it in the last podcast, the, the things that people struggle with and the reason it causes them to not lose the weight and how they overcome it. Check that one out, okay? Uh, that one's named Why You Struggle to Lose Weight. Um, and then the other side of it is, and something else I wanted to touch on with this podcast is along those lines, and again, I'm not trying to catch, catch you with honey here. Uh, I'm catching you with vinegar, okay? People will quit. It's inevitable. If it gets too hard, they'll struggle, they're going to quit. And no one, my friends, no one has ever achieved success by quitting or giving up. No one has. Journey may be long. It may be hard. But if you keep going, you can eventually get there. Okay. If when it comes to weight loss, you aren't seeing the results you thought you would, you've got a couple options. Option A, figure out what you need to do to get those results. Option B, quit. 
99.99% of people choose option B and quit. That's the reality, folks. And, and I'll, when I have clients who are on the verge of quitting, I always tell them, I want to talk to you. And a lot of them do. And then they continue on. But some don't. Why? Because they know I'm going to tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. I want all of my clients to be successful. Yet, there are some that I know are not going to be successful because they're going to quit. And that's okay if that's for them. If, if they need to quit, I'm not judging them for it. I feel bad about it. I feel horrible in a lot of cases. Um, give you an example. I had a woman, and this was in our personal training studio, who came in. She was on one of our trial offers. She's about 150 pounds overweight. Wonderful woman, by the way. Wonderful woman. But 150 pounds overweight. She had just been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. So now she's sticking a needle in her finger periodically. And she's having to take shots of insulin. She tried our program. Loved it, by the way. In a few weeks, lost a few pounds. Forget the number. It wasn't a huge number, but it wasn't a small one. But more importantly, she said to me, I feel good for once. I'm sleeping better. I got more energy. And I'm able to keep up with my grandkids a little bit better. Now, guys, girls, that's huge, huge progress. Yet she decided to quit. She's not going to continue on. Why? Because it's not a priority to her. It's not her real priority. Her real priority is whatever it is, and I don't know what it is, whatever it is that made her quit. She wouldn't tell me. It wasn't money. It was something. Maybe it was too hard. Maybe she couldn't handle it. And, and I'm not judging her. Maybe it's just she just wasn't ready. But there's a classic case of someone who is significantly overweight and type 2 diabetes. It's not going to get better by quitting. Okay? And had she been willing to talk to me and sit down and analyze it, we could have figured out what she needed to do within her lifestyle to get the results she wanted and more frank more importantly needed okay type 2 diabetes is nothing to mess with people yet it wasn't her priority and unfortunately where i let her down was i wasn't able to find out what her priority was okay there's always a way guys if you say it's too expensive to eat healthy that's a lie i can show you how you can eat healthy on $75 a week. Because that's what my wife Lori and I spend on an average week for our groceries. $75 a week. And we eat pretty darn good. Okay. Don't, the, the, it's too expensive to eat healthy is not true. That's completely false. Other side of it, I'll have people tell me, uh, people that come to my fitness studio will say it's too expensive. And you know what? That's a fair point because we do charge a premium rate. We give them a lot more than they're going to get at the local gym for that. But we understand some people can't afford it. And God bless them. But rather than go to the local big box gym where it's $10 a month, they quit. They give up. Now... 
here's the honest truth. Most people come and work with a personal trainer or a fitness coach or a health coach or whatever term you want to use, not because they have some program, not because of the price. The real reason that people hire a trainer more than anything else or a coach is accountability. They want to be held accountable. And that's why I know that a lot of people come to us, whether it's my online program, whether it's my um, fitness studio, whatever. They know I'm going to hold them accountable. I'm not going to feed them honey. Well, I will occasionally because I, I do give a lot of praise. But I'm going to tell them how it is and I'm going to hold them accountable to it. I'm going to ha work with them to develop a plan, a plan they can do within their lifestyle. And then I'm going to hold them accountable to it because I know, having personally been through this, that quitting is never going to get me there. It's just not going to work. Never has, never will, period. Okay. So if you're at the point where you're trying to lose weight or trying to be better or healthier or what, however you want to word it, remember, quitting is never going to get you there. Okay. There's a, there's a saying that's out there, you've heard it a hundred million times, which is the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single set. That's true. I completely agree with that. But it's not one step. It's thousands and thousands and thousands of steps to complete that journey of a thousand miles. And that's a long journey. For most of us when it comes to weight loss, myself included, it's a lifelong journey. And one that a lot of people take a negative view on. I have, on the other hand, take a positive view on it. I look forward to eating healthy. I look forward to working out. Do I have days when I hate it? Sure do. Absolutely do. But the reality is, I've got four grandchildren. I want to be alive for years to play with them. I want to see them grow up. I want to see them graduate high school, college. I want to see them get married. As I get older, my wife and I want to be able to travel. We want to enjoy our golden years. I'm not going to be able to do that if I keep eating a bunch of crap, end up 400 pounds, which is what I was back in the day, don't work out. Okay, My, my wife used to work in a nursing home. I've seen, when I would go in and visit her at work, I've seen the results of not taking care of your body, folks. It's not good. And those, no one, no one is happy with that kind of lifestyle. Trust me. They hate it. I've talked with people in the nursing home. They hated it. Hated having to go in. There's a few here and there that, you know, for, for reasons they look forward to it, basically because they know they can no longer take care of themselves. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the ones that didn't take care of their body when they were younger, don't have a medical reason but just plain just didn't take care of themselves and at 60, 65, 70 are in a nursing home because they can't walk, can't take care of themselves. That's what I'm talking about. Taking care of your body, you got one body. That's it, one life. You get one shot at this, guys. Why not make it the best possible one? Unfortunately for most people, they want to choose the easy way out. And, you know, I get it. I get it. 
but you know what I'm trying to do is come up with the words to give you and I'm gonna be honest with you it's it's tough because I deal with this all the time with people and trying to get them to understand where I'm going with this is very very difficult because they they see the here and now they see the short term they don't view it the long term okay um, they, they want to focus on the next three weeks, four weeks, or even next three, four days. And I'll worry about the future when the time comes. Unfortunately, that future is going to come, folks. And it's inevitable. What that future is going to be is completely under your control. We talked about in the last podcast, stop feeding yourself the BS. Um, because... That all ties in with your making those excuses for not, you know, not working out, not eating right, and so on and so forth. As I said, you've got one body, one life. When that body shuts down, that's it. Game over. You don't get a second chance. Well, some believe in reincarnation. I guess in that case you might, but let's assume you don't. You're done. And when people start, when I try and get people to see that, then they kind of change their mindset. You know, if we, we focus on, I've got one shot at this. I want to enjoy life as much as possible. I'm sick of being miserable. That's what did it for me, guys. I got sick of being, well, sick. I wanted to enjoy life. I wanted to live a long life. I wanted to have a happy life. I wanted to spend time with my kids, my grandkids, my wife, all of that. It wasn't going to happen if I didn't change my life. You know, and, and it's about your priorities. And I'll tell you a story about someone. This was goes back a couple of years. It kind of really hammers this point home. Similar situation to the one I told you a little bit a while ago about. Uh, this woman needed to lose probably about 75 pounds. She was on six or seven different medications for various things, um, including diabetes. Um, and she had come to us, and my wife and I worked with her. And over time, we got her to lose about, it was in the ballpark of 50 pounds, give or take. And she got off a lot of the meds, not all of them, but a lot of them. And she was on the verge of getting off the meds for the diabetes. In fact, she had gone to her doctor, and I'll never forget this. She had gone to her doctor two weeks prior, and doctor said to her, whatever you're doing, keep it going because you're changing your life. Paraphrasing, but that's basically what he told her. He actually wanted to know more about my wife and I and what we were doing because he couldn't believe how much we had changed her life. Um, long story short, as I said, about two weeks after this appointment, she sat down with me and she said, I'm going to stop coming. And I said, why? Well, I can't afford it anymore. And there was more to the conversation, but I'm, I'm going to try and keep it as short as I can. I said, you know, what's your bottom line reason you can't come? And simply put she decided she wanted a new car. She didn't need a new car, 
She wanted a new car. That was her priority. I understand that. Okay? And, you know, just to, to kind of talk, go a sidetrack for quickly, over the last, I don't know, 30 years of doing training with people, you wouldn't believe how many have told me they can't afford a personal trainer or can't afford training. And, and to be fair, that is the truth for a lot of people. Let's face it, there's people working two jobs, barely scraping by, trying to provide for their families. Um, I get it. There are people like that. I'm not talking about them. There's also plenty of people that can afford it, but will tell you they can't. Why? And I'm going to use this instance to, to kind of illustrate it, because they value other things more than their health. In her particular case, she valued that car more than she valued continuing to improve her health. Because when you factored in the car payment, and she actually told me what the car payment was going to be, which was double what she was paying me to train her, the additional car insurance, and all the other things that go along with that, it was something like, you know, we kind of figured it out, almost two and a half to three times what she was going to pay me. So to tell me she couldn't afford it, was a lie. And that's, again, I'm going back to the title of this particular podcast, which is you're going to catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. I gave her the vinegar. Now, some of you would argue, but I need a car. they got to have a car. She's got to be able to get around. Hey, I get it. But do you need a brand new car to do that? No. For years, I drove cars that were 10 or 15. One was even 20 years old. I didn't, I until recently, I haven't had a car payment in 20-something years. Why? Because a car is a car to me. It's a mode of transportation. Now, I'm not trying to say, you know, this to get you to justify hiring me or anyone that'd be a trainer or your coach. But it's to get you to think about it. Same thing goes with uh, time. People will tell me all the time, it is the number one excuse, I do not have time to take care of myself, whether it's eat right, work out, whatever it might be. Yet, they'll be on Facebook for hours a day. They'll sit in front of the TV for hours and hours a day. Okay? That's not reality. No honey here, you're going to get the vinegar. And that's where you've got to kind of think about it. Where's your priority? So in this particular woman's case, her priority was that new car. I'm not faulting her for it, but here was the end result of it. I ran into her, oh, it was about a year later, maybe a little bit longer than that. Not only had she put back all the weight she had lost back on, she had actually put a little extra on, probably another 15 or 20 pounds. She was on not just the meds she used to have to take, but additional ones on top of it. Her doctor was screaming at her. That was her words. My doctor screamed at me. What are you doing? You're killing yourself. So I had that frank conversation with her, which is, how's the car going? Because I'm pretty blunt when it comes to these things. Oh, it's going good. Then I said to her, you still get the thrill that you got in the first week when you drove it home? No, it's just a car. 
and I could see the light bulb going off in her head. Unfortunately, at that point, because she had that car, she really couldn't afford the training at that point. Okay? She was too cash poor to train. Her car payment was, just to give you an idea, about four to $500 a month, plus her insurance and all that. And it was a nice car, don't get me wrong. But a year after she bought it, it was just a car. And, you know, a lot of people focus on that shiny new object and let their health go because of it. And it all circles back, guys. I'm 55 years old. As I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm trying to think back to what car I owned 20 years ago. And I'm struggling to be able to tell you. I have a rough idea, but the exact car? No, I've owned probably 10, 12 cars in my life. I don't remember which one it was 20 years ago or 30 years ago. I can tell you which one it was 10 years ago because I kept that car for 17 years. Just got rid of it, as a matter of fact. But think about it. Are you going to look back 20 years from now and be glad you sacrificed your health for some shiny new object, whatever that might be, a car, a big screen TV, jewelry, shoes, pocketbooks. I had a woman who adamant to me. She came in and met with me. She wanted to know about training. We went through everything. We went through her whys. I've talked about the whys. We did all of that. I had her fill out some stuff. This woman not only needed the training, she, needed, she was screaming for help, her words. Screaming, begging me to help her. But when it came time, we started discussing the price. And I'm not, I don't lie, I am not cheap. It's a commitment. She couldn't afford it. But I happened to look at the purse she, was, she had with her. And I, I'm by no means a fashionista. Okay? I couldn't tell you what, I, I shop at Walmart and think that's expensive. No, for real. That's that's where I shop. That's where I get my clothes. But I did ask my wife afterward. I said, she had this name, and I forget the name. It was a name brand thing that was stitched on, you know, her pocketbook. And my wife said, yeah, that's about a $900 pocketbook. Think about that. That would have paid for three to six months of training with me. That one pocketbook. That's where her priority was, was the purse over her health. Again, I'm not trying to falter on this. We all have to make our own decisions. But I'm not going to sit here and justify owning a $900 purse when you're on the verge of ending up in the hospital because you haven't taken care of your body. That's the reality, folks. The bottom line is you're going to pay for your health one way or another. It may not be immediate. It may be down the road. And you may think that you're going to worry about it then, not now. But that day will come. And a roughly 20 to 25% of the people I train in my individual training are seniors. Actually, it's probably higher than that now. It's probably more like 30, 35%. Talking people 70 and above. Um, my oldest client's almost 90 my youngest one-on-one -on -one in that age range is about 73, 74. I have some younger people, but I'm talking about in that range. 
in the, that group of people, there isn't a single one of them that has said to me, I'm glad I didn't take care of my body when I was younger. Now, there's a wide variety in that. I have people who did take care of their body. One gentleman is 87 years old. He can do more at 87 than many 20-year-olds I work with. Why? Because his entire life he took care of his body. He ate right. He worked out. Now, I'm not saying he was a teetotaler or, you know, the next Jack Lane or whatever. He worked out two, three times a week, ate right most of the time, didn't smoke, which is odd for his generation. Most of them did. Had an occasional beer, but he wasn't drinking every night, but he took care of his body. The real payoff is when he retired at 65, and for the last 20 plus years, he's been out, he's traveled all over the world, he's enjoyed life. He's just had, to use his words, fun. That's what it's about. Conversely, I have someone who's 73, didn't take care of her body, can hardly walk, and is miserable because she had plans to travel once she retired. She had all these dreams and goals, things she was going to do, things she was going to do with her grandchildren. She related a story to me that she... One of the things she had looked forward to was taking her grandchildren back to the country their family was from in Europe, and I forget which one it was, and she can't do that now because she can't walk enough to be able to handle it, let alone handle the grandchildren. Sad. Now, I'm working with her. We've made things better. We'll continue to make things better. I can certainly help her. I can, I can improve things, but get her back to where she was, not a chance. And that's why I don't try and sugarcoat things. Bottom line, folks, I could be a millionaire if I wanted to. I could do exactly what all these companies are doing. Promise the world, give you some miracle pill. I could come up with some herb that nobody else is doing, put it in a pill, get easy FDA clearance because it's not hard to do that. Supplements aren't really regulated. Do an infomercial. Say, hey, take this miracle pill and you'll lose 20 pounds overnight. And trust me, folks, I could sell millions of them. How do I know that? Because it's happened for 30 or 40 years. Look at the infomercials. And it continues on to this day. Think back to the 80s, the Jane Fonda workout. Richard Simmons, who, by the way, I think is an awesome guy. What the work he did is phenomenal. He's made millions off of it. Okay. Love Richard Simmons. I'm not knocking him in any way. Of all of them, he's probably the one I would I'd say has been the best for people. Because he got people that didn't think they could work out to work out. To get up and move. But for every Richard Simmons, there's hundreds of Suzanne Summers pushing the thigh master which was useless, but sold hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay, the shake weight, the newer stuff, raspberry ketones, all these other things that, you know, a certain doctor on TV pushes every other week. People buy it, they lap it up. 
I could do that. I never would. I will not compromise my integrity nor endanger people's health by doing that. Which is why I'm so adamant that I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm going to tell you the reality. The reality is if you want to be healthy, it takes work. You have to dedicate yourself to it. It's hard at first, but it becomes easier and easier and easier. I live a pretty healthy life. So does my wife. It's not because we're better than anyone. It's not because we're perfect. We're far, far from it. It's not because we can never eat a carb the rest of our life. We eat carbs every single day. I'll do a whole podcast on carb soup. I won't get started on it because we'll be here for four hours. We eat right most of the time. Are we perfect? Nope. Nor do we want to be. We're realistic about what we can do and what we want. But we also want to enjoy life and we're realistic about what we need to do to be able to do that. And guys, that's what it comes down to. That's the reality. That's what you need to hear. may not be what you want to hear. What you want to hear me say is, here, try this new pill. Life will be awesome. You're going to lose a ton of weight. You're going to feel great. If you're looking for that, let me know. I'll point you to various infomercials. I see them every week. And you can go buy those products. You'll get no success out of it. But you can go buy them. It's your money. Do with it what you want. I don't sugarcoat anything. I don't hide the fact that it really comes down to one thing. It's a very simple formula. Eat right and exercise. That's it. How you do that is up to you. If you need help with it, sure, reach out to me. I can help you with working out. More importantly, I can help you with your eating. I do not pitch miracle programs, I do not pitch supplements or miracle pills, but I can show you how to eat real foods in the right amounts, and if you need, give you workouts to help you achieve your dreams. It's that simple. That's not giving you honey, that's giving you reality. But it's going to take hard work and dedication. I've talked in prior podcasts about mindset, guys. You really need to focus on that mindset. And that's probably the number one thing that I would tell you I can give you. I can help you with that mindset. I can keep you on track, not just for the short term, but for the long term. That's how you get real results. Tough one today. I know it's probably not one that a lot of you enjoyed hearing. But it's what you need to hear, folks. It's what I want people to realize. Okay, I'm going to cut through the bullshit and tell you reality. Because I want you to succeed. Not just, you know, in a couple of weeks or months, but for life. I want you to achieve the success that I did, that my wife did. Where we got the weight off and we've kept it off. So that you, too, when you're 70, 75, 80, 85... Can get out and enjoy life. Run around with your grandchildren. Take trips with them. Do whatever. That's what life is about. You got one shot at it, folks. That's it. Just one. So figure out where your priority is. And if you need help, reach out to me. Shoot me an email, dan at thenutritionninja.com. Visit my website, thenutritionninja.com. Okay, till next time. 
next time I promise it'll be a little more uplifting, I guess. Um, but I really wanted to address this because it's something that I know a lot of people struggle with and they don't know where to turn. And I'm hoping you'll continue to listen to this podcast because I, I'm going to start getting into more specific stuff. I'm kind of laying the groundwork a little bit as I go along. Um, we're going to talk about things like low-carb diets or no-carb diets, which is a disaster. We're going to talk about how you fix your eating. I'm going to give you everything you need to be successful. You just got to listen to the podcast, stick to it. Shameless plug, I know, but that's how it's going to be. Till next time, Dan the Nutrition Ninja here. Have an awesome day.